the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello, welcome to episode 119 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Sam. I'm Chris. And uh, welcome to the podcast. Yay, back again. We are running a little bit late. A little bit late, but no one will really notice. Yeah, I forgot yeah. to update Facebook about that. but Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, Sam's been out of town. Um, we have, because I work nights now and Sam does changeable shifts. It's actually every, every thir- other every, week. No, every third week. Every third week. Yeah. Um, yeah, he works mornings, I work nights or whatever, and we don't yeah. see each other. So We pass each other, I come home, he's going to work. So uh, we have to uh, do a podcast now. Yeah. It's all good. It's cool. It's cool. So um, I'm going to kick off just with this um, this best of the world list. I thought it was really interesting. I thought it was fun. That somebody's put a map, and they've put all the countries in the world and what Every country is the best at something. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, So Papua New Guinea is the best in the world for diversity. Argentina is the best in the world for horse meat. Um, Okay. Yeah. Paraguay wins out for positivity. Um, Morocco is the place to go for argan oil, which I have no idea. Sounds expensive. Rwanda, surprisingly, is top for women in parliament. Okay. Yep. Um, is this like random. A, so is this a legit list or is it a little bit funny? Uh, is it is, it is it a, a little bit funny because they said they um, chose some of them for entertainment value and, and things like that. Because the, the best for uh, somewhere in here, it says the US, it's like a negative. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Nigeria is the best Scrabble players. Italy is the top for kiwi fruit. While Brazil has a sweet tooth with the best sugar, and Panama wins out for best retirement. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, but isn't it all cause for celebration? Though through clever color coding, sorry. You're right really there. Do that again. Clever co- through clever color coding. <laughs> through clever color coding, the less favorable qualities are marked with black nasty tag. The US is trumped as being the best for spam emails. <laughs> While Yemen's gender inequality is classed above the rest. Data breaches are most common in Australia and Honduras. Oh, and I have to say, is New Zealand on the list? Uh, After all of that. I I didn't even look. I haven't got the whole list here. I've just got the article on the list. LGBT tolerance is highest in Spain. Yeah. And happiness is highest in Colombia. I wonder if that has anything to do with the cocaine. Maybe not. Um, <laughs> it could be. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so I just thought that was quite funny. Uh, we'll, we'll put a link through to this um, story on the show notes. And if you're interested, you can go and have a look. And then you can have a look at the full thing and find out what New Zealand's best at. Should be good. Um, any, have you done anything exciting this week? Uh, not really. I, I've been a bit... Um, I got a bit carried away, like, um, so, <laughs> Nano Girl. Okay, this sounds like a story. Nano, Nano Girl, Michelle Dickinson. I was like, oh, my God. So, she, it's funny because I told Paige. This sounds with, a bit creepy. Carry I on. caught up with Paige and I was like telling her the story and she goes, isn't that girl you've got a bit of a crush on? And I'm like, 
goddamn you podcast. Why did I say that? On no, the no. I think she knew that from. To be honest, I think she knew that from TEDx. Actually, yeah, probably. Actually, yeah. Anyway, so Michelle Dickinson um, is is a cool chick, and she's quite. I suppose she's quite famous in New Zealand now because she does bunch of stuff with Nana Girl and stuff. Um, but yeah, I gotta say, this week she was she went back to Necker Island, uh, Richard Branson's island, a second visit there, and she's kite surfing um, with Richard Branson and Barack Obama. Have you seen the photo I like I heard uh, I saw your link and read that. Um, but before that, have you seen the photo of Barack Obama learning to kite surf? He's on a boat. He's like the happiest man in the world. I know. He looks so much younger, right? Yeah. It's like, like straight a away. Photo, so. Um, so good on him. Because apparently there was some controversy about the cost of that trip. But I don't, I don't know what that was actually about. And then they just flipped it around and says, hey, look, Donald Trump's security bill is going to be $50 billion for the next four years. Because yeah. they have to do a security on all his buildings uh, at all levels because he could be anywhere. And also, he's um, fired the top, the security guy at the White House, whatever he's supposed to be doing, and he's still using an unsecured original Android that he's had for years. That's what he tweets from, and it's freaking them out. Just a bit of uh, oh, what? Just a bit of side note oh, there. But he hasn't got his own email server yet. No, not yet. <laughs> no, so he won't use whatever they want to give him. Oh man, secure, Trump! Yeah. Trump's just. Um, I think people are getting Trump f- fatigue, right? Like there's too we much. We keep talking about it, and we try not to. But I know uh, I try not to now. But it's just holy crap, the stuff that comes out of his mouth. Because they came, they've just finalised the price of what his walls. Got, they reckon is going to cost now. It's thirty. I think it's thirty billion. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Mexico's oh, and, and not big it. parts of it will be invisible. <laughs> oh, that, that cracked me up. There'll be um, uh, significant parts of it will be invisible. Yeah, right. So you're still charging for the invisible wall, are you, Donald? Well done. That's good. Good stuff. Mm. So anyway, what else you got? You've been away. What, what, what's been up? What's been happening? Uh, I did my second photo walk last night and ended up driving around a mountain in a four-wheel drive buggy at midnight. Oh, That's what I was doing. cool. Four-wheel drive buggy. Oh, like a June buggy type thing. Uh, it's like a six-seater Kawasaki off-road cool. thing. Uh, yeah, so we went to the top of Mount Nongataha, took some photos, uh, drove a little bit down, roamed around. It was great. Cool. Sounds like fun. Good stuff. So I've been catching up with Adam, so that's good. Adam Crouchley, for those who don't know. Yeah, he is Adam. the, the Ad- Up and Adam uh, is his blog. Yes, check him um, out. Check it out. He, particularly if, he, if you're into f- photography, he's yeah, um, really Hamilton good at stuff. Yeah, Hamilton photo walks in two weeks on a Wednesday. There's one in Raglan soon, or is that just nah, been... did that last weekend. That was last weekend. Oh, yep. Yeah. Uh, that's how up to date I am. Hamilton's coming <laughs> up, and uh, that's going to be pretty massive, I think, with the amount of people. Cool. So it's pretty cool. Heaps of people don't know how to turn the cameras on, so... Have you seen this Gitter? I don't know, I even know how to pronounce it. I think it's Gitter um, Luggage Bot. So it's a spherical-looking thing. I've got a video here, um, just so you've seen it. Oh, I saw the... Uh, yeah, okay. It's it's not spherical, spherical. It's cylinder. Um, sort of cylinder, yeah. Is that the word? Um, and it has runners around the outside of it, so it, it rolls forward. Um, and it will either follow you, or you can put your luggage in and say, meet me here, and it will just take your luggage there. Um, it's going on, it's got like a bunch of cameras all around it. It's obviously internet connected with Google Maps or whatever, I guess. Um and 
I don't know. It's, Can you actually buy this thing, or is it just? It's a going on sale later this year, and mm. the price isn't isn't out. But I think it'll go really well for a bunch of certain, um, like, like the photographers, for example, that carry a load of crap around with them. Yeah, it'd be that might be quite useful. Um, I was but thinking then if, of film film, but if it styles. if it meets you, I don't know where it would park. So say if say if it leaves the hotel by itself. It, it's supposed to meet you at the airport or wherever it's supposed to be going, and it can do all of that, but someone just picks it up and steals it. You can't pick it up. You can't? Uh, it's quite heavy, I think. Oh, you could pick it up if you had big machinery. <laughs> like, seriously, it's, yeah, not, yeah. It's, well, it's half the size of a human. But, um, like, would you try to make a claim? Or they'd be like, wow, you weren't with the thing. Like, yeah, yeah. you just abandoned it. It goes 20 miles an hour or something. Oh, so, <laughs> so like, if somebody tries to steal it and it just runs, like, okay, good. I, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, I'm looking forward to hearing stories <laughs> about that thing uh, if it makes it to the market. Yeah, well, you know, if you've got a body to dispose of, <laughs> you oh, just get it to what go drive down to Wellington and go off the wharf. <laughs> maybe that's the uh, instead of uh, self-drive cars everywhere. That's going to be the first thing. There's going to be hundreds of those cruising around. Oh, it could be. Maybe. Because it'll be way more cost-effective for people. So it's, it's a little video. I've got a little Facebook video there. So um, we'll throw that link on the show notes too and see what you think. I don't know. I, mm, I'm i ambivalent about it, to be honest. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Trade me's uh, now giving refunds to people. How do they do that? Well, basically, if the goods don't turn up to you or the goods are crap and the seller doesn't do anything, although most sellers do, uh, they'll step in up to two and a half grand if, if, if it's below that value and offer you a refund. So I don't think they'll be doing it much, but uh, they've now... That doesn't make a lot of business sense. I don't get how that can be uh, if I could open If I could open this link... I can't because it's an iPad and it's shitting itself right now. <laughs> uh, it They've done it to stave off a couple of other things. Um, a big uh, money back promise to buyers from February the 22nd. If you don't receive your item, they've won. Or if it's unsatisfactory, Trade Me is offering a complete refund. It's a new safety net. It's a free service for both an old and new items and will appear on 80% of all Trade Me marketplace listings. Uh, the maximum's two and a half grand, and he said, "Yeah, it's just what they want to do. They've oh. got lots of money; they can do whatever they want." Uh, yeah, do the is it because they're getting a lot more competition outside of trade thing? I got to admit, I haven't used Trade Me again for ages now. Yeah, I, I guess so. Yeah, uh, although because they did that switch where if you're a commercial seller, you have to uh, you fall under the Consumer Guarantees Act now. All right. So that's been in for a place for a few years. Okay. All right. Um, so you, you, I see here you got here uh, David Ferrier's Tickled. Might get a sequel. Well, it's a misleading headline because uh, luckily I read the article. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, I just read the headline, but I didn't put it up there. <laughs> yeah, no, no. So basically HBO is showing, uh, is showing Tickled, but they're doing a 20-minute long follow-up after it. Which oh. is going to yeah. So he's not done that. He's had nothing to do with the follow up. Yeah, yeah, no, he has. Sorry, oh, okay. H- HBO's brought the rights to show it. Yeah, and they're showing it this month. All right, maybe this week, next week. Can't remember what the date was. 
And uh, they've just tacked on the end. February the 27th on HBO is when they're going to show it on US. So it's pretty big for them for that. And um, they've just tacked that on the end because he was getting sued, uh, sort of, but they've dropped all those charges. So it's just an update, really. It's not a sequel. Yeah. Tickled was interesting. You, you saw it, eh? Yes. I yeah, think, I, yeah. I think we saw it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, that, that was definitely interesting. It, it's worth a look if you haven't seen um, haven't seen that. It's just crazy, really. It's insane. It's a story. Yeah, it's great. I like those things. I should watch more. I, You know, I like the making a murderer and stuff. Have we heard anything new from that? No. Uh, no. Steve and what was the kid's name? Uh, yeah, Jim, Billy Bob, who whatever, knows, whatever. So, but they were going to get the kid out, eh? That's last I heard. That was the last up, last update. Yep. Yep. Okay. Anyway, Brandon. On. Oh, so we um, we've got a problem with the Chris and Sam podcast. I got this email. Um, I will read this out from uh, Renato Costa. Um, subject line. Problem with your funeral slash crematory website. Uh, just in case you're wondering, um, yeah, we don't have one of those. <laughs> Message body. So this is to the Chris and Sam com. There's something seriously wrong with your funeral slash crematory services website, thechrisandsampodcast.com. Let's cut to the chase here. We found you on Google second up to... On Google's second up to Google's 10th page for several funeral crematory-related keywords. Can I just step in here? (laughs) Like, I think we're doing really, really well if we're coming up in those results for funeral crematory-related keywords, because I have no idea why. Um, (laughs) But maybe we talked about something back in the day. I don't know. But we're Um, doing something well. You think your customers are going to find your business easily with that kind of ranking on Google? If you're happy with the above scenario and don't want your business to grow, you can stop reading this right now. However, if you want to make more dough and rub shoulders with the so-called big boys ranking well on Google, you should start fixing the issues with your website and we can help you do just that. Interested? Let me make your business realize its true potential. Reply back to this email, and that would be the first big favor you'd be doing for your business. Looking forward to hearing back from you. Thanks, Renato Costa. This is written reasonably quite well. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, like apart it's, from it's that second tenth page thing. Um, yeah, second to tenth page. I, I guess I, what he. I means, think we should be replying back to this guy <laughs> and talking about the crematory business. <laughs> Well, how good is he if he can't even figure out that the Chris and Sam podcast.com isn't the Chris, isn't the Chris I've and got Sam a, funeral service? I've got a funny feeling he's never visited the website. <laughs> I know, that's classic. Oh, that made my day when I got uh, that the other day. Yeah, maybe we need to just say <laughs> so, what can you offer us in the. Because, uh, you know, we focus on the crematory service quite a lot. Yeah, it's a funer- funer- funereal funereal um, podcast. It's, that's not the word, is it? Funereal? It doesn't sound right. No. I don't know what you're trying to go for there. Okay. All right, let's not go. I, you've got a, a weird um, equation here. No, no. That's TV3's new name. What? You, oh, <laughs> you watch more TV than me. TV- uh, no, I don't now because we can't get TV here at all. It's, oh, it's, really? It's 
Excuse well, add, me, it's screwed. Add that it's onto the crap. list of uh, things the landlord could possibly look at, uh, along with the incinerator. That's flooding now, and I've still got to get that uh, car sorted out. I emailed the chicken. Oh, yeah, what's the, let's talk about that. Let's, what, no no updates. I'm, I've been slack because I've been busy working and stuff. So, um, she, right, to recap. Sam and I are talking to the front of the house. Sam's facing the road. I've got my back to the road. He goes, <gasps> I turn just in time to see a van slam in reverse into my car. Yep. The big bull bar, tow bar of the van means the van had no damage. My car looks a little bit munted in the front. Yeah. Not hugely, but a little bit. Enough that I... More than it did before. Oh, well, yeah. Um, I went up to the police station, did a report. Yep. Then I took it the next day or the day after to the... Um, a panel better. Uh, they said seven hundred bucks plus GST. I texted the woman, didn't hear back. Rang the number. I had the number wrong. Now, to be fair, when she did get back to me later, um, and I'll explain that in a sec, um, one digit was out, and it was a three or a two had been transferred. Oh, okay, I yeah. wrote down a two or a three, and it was a, the other one. So anyway, so it wasn't like malicious, um, but yeah, I. When I didn't hear back from her, I rang. Oh my god, this is the wrong number! I saw that the van had been, was sign written, so uh, we found Sam found the company. I rang the guy. He goes, "Oh, that's an old van. It's my brother's got the van now. Um, I'll get him to give you a call." I'm like, "Oh, okay." He seemed pretty good actually. Um, and then Deborah, not Deborah, Donna. Sorry, Donna, the driver, rang me. She goes, oh, I hardly – I bent your number plate. And I'm like, well, 700 bucks worth. Yeah, yeah. Because um, it's – It cracked everything. Yeah, it, it broke the – what do you call it? The brackets that hold the bumper on. Yeah. So, you know, rather than plastic welder, it's actually cheaper to get a new bumper. Um, and then it has to be painted. And the ch- front of the chassis is bent. Yeah, yeah. So I want to sort that out. So anyway, so uh, yeah, so I she rang me, gave me uh, an email address. I sent through a copy of the police report and a copy of bits and pieces, photos and stuff, um, and oh yeah, and a copy of the quote. And I hadn't heard anything back. And then I realised I sent it from the TEDx Rooker. Oh, that would have address. been a bit confusing. Well, I did it because I did it from my phone, and oh. it was the last. It uses the same email program, yeah. and I must have been in that just before. So I was like, gah. So today, yeah, today, earlier today, I resent it from my actual email address and said, I sent this earlier. What's happening? Da da da. So yeah, that's the update. Oh, exciting. Yeah. <laughs> so annoying. Uh, TV3, uh, you obviously don't know, but uh, last last week they decided to change their name and logo. So TV3 is now plus HR equals E. And it's bright pink. And it's like uh, you're looking how, at... How do you say that? Three. It's exactly... yeah. Oh, T, oh plus Yeah, T-H. or plus human resources equals something. I don't know. But yeah, anyway, it's where I find it very weird. Um, you should have a look. That is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. So someone's been paid a ton of money somewhere again. Um, Holy crap. That's dumb. That's just dumb. It's weird, eh? I don't, I, I don't know. Um, uh. Maybe it's just going for a uh, the younger market. Yeah, obviously. God. Oh, well. Oh, so that's the logo. That's like uh. a marketing image there of what they're up to. Yeah, it's t- 
totally underwhelming. It is. Okay. What's happening with Shazam? Shazam the Planet. Um, this is an article. I'm going to read it out, basically, because I'm doing so well with um, reading stuff out. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, you should be a broadcaster. Yeah, right. Okay. Anyway, um, so this is from the... Gosh, The Hustle, that's the, one, that's the name. Yesterday, Pinterest announced its visual search tool Lens, which, as The Verge puts it, lets you Shazam objects in real life. Basically, it's a beta feature of their mobile app that lets you point your phone at any piece of furniture, food, or clothing and immediately pull up related pins you might be interested in. No more Googling cool red shoes that Casey wore last, night, last week. Uh, sometimes there's just no words to describe how dope Casey's shoes were. Instead, you can capture their hotness immediately using Lens image recognition software to show you shoes of a similar style and you can steal his look. Um, You can also take a picture of a sofa, see pins featuring the same piece in context of a fully decorated room and other furniture it might pair well with. Blah-de-blah-blah. So... Not only is lens technology pretty insane, it also lowers the barrier between seeing something you love and actually buying it. And as you might expect, Pinterest has introduced an accompanying retail feature, Shop the Look, which identifies the items within the pins and offers links to purchase them. So this is like one-click audio, uh, one-click ordering on steroids. Yeah, like you go, crazy. oh, I like that, click with this thing, and it goes, you can buy it here. Yeah. That's, it's clever technology. That's it's pretty cool, and I think that's going to be a big deal. Um, I mean, I haven't seen it yet. I've only read about it. But if they get it right, that, that really would be a bit of a game changer, potentially. What do you reckon? Yeah, it should be really good. Um, it's it's amazing how quick you can, it can send the data to a server somewhere, work out the points in the image that look the same, and then come back with the... You know, it's just mind-boggling. Yeah, a little bit. Well, we're getting so close to this AI now, like real, full general AI. Oh yeah, I mean that combined with a luggage thing that's driving around by itself and a car driving itself, and you know all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I can't wait till the forklift's automated, and then I can just sit at home and get my paycheck weekly. Uh, yeah, <laughs> might might be a while away for that. It might not be as far as you think. Um, but yeah, so. Um, Oh, what else have we been doing? There was. I've got one here. I put it on the wrong date. Uh, Cards Against Humanities. Um, I, it's a, such a bizarre story. I'm not 100% sure how much of it's parody or what's... So anyway, they had a com- they had a guerrilla war against consumerism and they had a bizarre Super Bowl ad. I saw the ad because I was going to say something about that because that was the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. So and they lost a lot of money and they supposedly went broke. Yeah, yeah, apparently they're filing for bankruptcy just to prove that uh, everything's stupid. Um, it's, it's got this weird, weird story. So so the, um, the Super Bowl commercial, if you haven't seen it, is an image of a potato yeah. with an advertisement written, written on, on the potato and, and it, some wind blowing in the background. Yeah. Or the sound of wind. Because initially when I started reading it, they were like, oh, man, we really should have put our logo on that somewhere. Because we just thought people would automatically knew it was us. Yeah, like, uh, Yeah. Oh, yeah, we should have put... Was this our fault? Do we have regrets? Of course. If we could do it all over again, mentioning our, the name of our product would probably be our first change. Hindsight is twenty twenty. 
Uh, so they yeah, because did- I read that and I was like, "Is this a joke?" Like I, I thought the a- the article was a joke, and then I googled and found the yeah. ad, and I'm like, "So they they really did because so it's in Twitter, and people are going, yeah. I just saw a potato on the super, but what was that?' Because they did a medium post, was which was clearly satirical, and then the joke even created more confusion, and then people were uh, on the Y Combinator thread somewhere were asking if it was serious. Um, and they were asking if it had really gone under, and then they've got a bit of an interview here, and that is still very satirical where they go, no, no, we're really blindsided by it. We were expecting to make hundreds of millions of dollars from that one ad. Whatever. Blah, 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 and then they're like, yeah, we're filing um, whatever. So, um, But these are the people that it says in the article that I've got, uh, they were the guys that were also selling nothing that time, and they raised, raised a couple of million. They've done that in the past. Give us your money and we will send you nothing. And people are like, yeah. So I think it's just a bit of a piss take on the whole thing. Yeah, but they really did spend the money on the... the yeah, yeah, on over $100,000 over $100, or something. $100 million. Well, Not 100000 no. I mean, like Over a million, I mean. Wasn't it? Uh, For the Super Bowl commercial. I'm sure it's more than a, a they, million dollars. Yeah, well, that's what I thought. But I'm sure there's not enough zeros. Oh, okay. Okay. That's I'm what's making wrong. it really weird because I think they I think they're taking the piss out of how much money they spent. It's all rather confusing. Yes, Cards Against Humanity, great game. Weird company. Yeah. Or, or of course you can just get the Evil Apples app on Android, which is the rip-off the version. <laughs> and you know, and they don't have the cost of uh, additional like Super Bowl ads and stuff. So, what's coming up for you? I've got next week, I am going to New Plymouth for Tropfest. We're in the finals with Sunshine. Um, who else we've got? Um, the other one, Sasha Mary's. Sasha Mary's got the anniversary, or anniversary, I forget what it is. And what's Alan George's one called? Don't know. Uh, I to- can't remember. Actually, talking about that, I was looking at the images. I really want to see, I want to hear your feedback when you come back, because I'm not going. There's an image of an old man with the flame in his hand. I think it looks cool. Oh, uh, that's Alan's one. No, it's just not, a random. It's one. another one. Right. It just, uh, but you can see that it's written, directed, starring basically just two people. Like I yeah. think it's just two people, and the old guy's one. There was a few of those um, when I looked at it. It seemed to be, but uh, there's have a look at the screenshots, and there's an old man with his palm open, and there's just a flame coming out of it. Nice, and it looks just so random. I hope it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's quite good. Um, that was my plan today was to book my accommodation for t- next week, but I didn't do it. So I will get that sorted this week, hopefully, because I don't want it to have happen what happened last week. Well, actually, I do. Last year. Last year was... Uh, last year, I turned up and said, oh, well, I had a room last year. Uh, can I get one this year? And they said, no, we're full. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. And then I ended up pitching a tent in the in the, in the the yep. lawn. Oh, right. That's and right. now I think that's actually cheaper and better. And if I'm drinking, getting back and crashing in a tent is fine. So yeah. I think it cost me 10 bucks. So I might do that. Oh, right. Again. Yeah. So, yeah, I want to get hold of them. If it rains, I'll just go inside and sleep in the common room. <laughs> oh, yes. Very good. 
that's that's the big plan there. And then, of course, the following week is my mother's wedding, but we'll worry about it. We'll that cover later. that in the next I podcast. Ha- I haven't even told her I'm coming yet, so because oh. I'm, I'm holding back in case. What? The, well, in case everything turns to custard, and she goes, "It's off." And ca- well, no, in case I just can't be bothered going. Oh, don't be like that. It's not often that you can go to your mother's second wedding. Second yeah, day. Second. Yeah. yeah, that'd be great. All those people you catch up with, no family drama. It'd be <laughs> awesome. Well, there's only only my sister. My brother doesn't speak to anybody, and my other sister. Well, he's missing an excommunica- action, Yeah, he is excommunicated by mum. So yeah. No, but I'm thinking there's going to be a wide range of uh, interesting uh, people. There'll there'll be more than just you guys. Oh, there'll be like a couple of randoms. Gosh. Yeah, you yeah. should take. You should definitely take the recorder down there and just just record <laughs> some conversations. I think. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I need a documentary crew. That's what I need because it it'd be like um, what's his name, Colin Thoreau's Weird World or whatever. Yeah, is it Colin? Whatever his name is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so um, yeah, that's what I've got coming up uh, the next couple of weeks. What about you? Uh, photo walk in two weeks time Weepix triathlon for my daughter this weekend Coming up next weekend So sort that out um, Pumpkin meeting stuff Looks like pumpkin rolling's out for this year Oh what? Uh, oh no Yeah because that's all car park the whole lot now oh. Like where we roll is about 40 car parks I counted them They're just spray painting it But anyway too much of a mission if one pumpkin disappears it's definitely going to smash into someone's car even if i block off the bit that we need yeah so uh is but there gone, another place we could do it no not there so it might be out for this year and next year gen, uh the other organizers open to hold it somewhere else cool. but we'll see how we go Ooh. Ooh. So I got a meeting tomorrow all about that. So we'll see what happens. Well, I've I've had some uh, progress with TEDx Rukura. We've got a few interesting speakers interested. So yes, nothing 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 def- definitive. Well, maybe one definitive, but I don't think we'll talk about that yet. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that's uh that's going really well. Good stuff. Uh, if but if anybody listening knows anybody who would be a good speaker, um, well, definitely, the, get hold definitely of us. if they've got an interesting story. Yeah, yeah, it's all about the message. It's yeah. not about the person. So it doesn't the matter. Speaker, if, it's yeah, the message. Chris will mold them like yes. putty, <laughs> putty in my hands. Absolutely. Anyway, that brings us to the end of the podcast, Chris. Oh well, that was that was pretty good. Not too many long, boring a- a- gaps in there. Oh, you're going to edit those out. Edit yep. that out too. So yeah. they never heard me say that. Yeah. <laughs> Where can they find us? <laughs> they can find us on the Chris and Sam Podcast.com. No, we're not a crematorium or a or I'm gonna a put that on all the tags on the website because <laughs> I want to rank higher as a crematorium. <laughs> we're gonna be the number one. Imagine if you could be like number one for crematoriums and we're not we've got nothing to do with it. Perfect. Yeah, just contact That's us. Hilarious. Uh, sorry. Um Chris and, <laughs> at Chris and Sam Pod on Twitter. Yeah, or the Chris and Sam podcast on Facebook. We're not the guys in the hot tub. Well, I think gone. we just rank highly above everyone else. We'd love to hear from you. Leave us a message. and um, Yeah, check I, out the show notes. I'm sure I was going to say something to Jeremy, but I don't know. can't remember. Oh, that, he, he, he finally listened to the bee sting story. 
Oh, um, no, and the milk bottle one. Oh, yeah, the yeah. The photos. I've got cravings. <laughs> chow, chow and milk bottles. <laughs> if you don't eat those together, Jeremy. Yeah, you're know. just not hardcore, bro. Yeah. Not hardcore at all. Yeah, no, um, but yeah, definitely check out that episode 25, I think it was, with the uh, motorcycle story. Uh, Sam thinks it's hilarious and one of the best episodes. Jeremy thinks it's pretty good. I think it was like an okay story. I didn't think it was that amazing. Yeah. Uh, but check it out and uh, let us know what you think. Uh, until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Bye. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe and catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.